You have now arrived at Stadium and Gale. and girls, ladies and gents, welcome to another episode of Stadium Miguel. It's your favorite Uncle Silk. It's Dan. And Del Torre. Uh, happy 4th of July, fireworks and all that good barbecue, man. How y'all boys feeling? It feels good, man. We are recording early mm. on Monday morning. Um, early morning pods. Uh, so excited to see how this one goes. Be able to celebrate the 4th. Do you boys have any big plans for today? No yeah. plans. No. We got mm. nothing. Yeah, me neither, man. Um, went out We're yesterday. Working. We're working. We're grinding on a holiday. <laughs> there you go. It's not a whole lot. I really do. Usually it's family day for the fourth, man. We usually barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, this summer is just not the vibe. I haven't been that way for a couple summers, man. Everybody's just doing their own thing. But yesterday I went down to the intercoastal, hung out, had some dinner with the fam. You know, or not dinner, early, a late brunch, I would say. Um, but we hung out in the intercoastal. Um, Chilled out downtown, then had some dessert and came on home, man. Uh, that's just the vibe. So I'm, I'm not gonna do anything today. Uh, just hang out, hang out around the crib, chef something up. I'm not sure what. It's just vibe, man. What you got going, Dan? Fireworks? You got the um, cannon, maybe? I um, yeah, not bringing out the cannon this year. Who knows? Uh, maybe next year. Maybe next you year. Pumped us again, bro. You pumped faked uh, us with the cannon. I uh, I, I was I was scrolling through some old July Fourth time photos over the last couple of years. Um, and came across that one. I'm like, oh man, I gotta, I gotta find the cannon again. Gotta find the cannon. Gotta bring it around. I'll let you guys all fire it off too. Um, no, uh, went out uh, boating yesterday. Uh, great, uh, great day uh, out in Tampa Bay, and then go to a pool party. Um, whenever we're done here. So okay, okay. Yeah. Is it like a um, pool party? Pool party is like family friends, or is it? Oh like yeah, a, you know, like a pool party. Bender. Pool party with like a D. Yeah, like a bender pool party. Gotcha. I was gonna um, say Sam you never Pelt know. That's yeah. I would lean toward that's the pool party. Dan's not going to like with kids in a water slide. Nice family. <laughs> yeah, atmosphere. no, that's no. not that's the pool party. Dan's, that's much, that's not yeah. the pool party Dan's going to. No, yeah. Uh, so going. Uh, house Sam Felt is performing. Uh, pretty big DJ. Uh, so just gonna go listen to some music, hang out in the pool, relax, enjoy the weather. Hopefully it doesn't rain. Last time I think I told you I saw I went to a pool party. It poured down rain for about three hours. So. Uh, hopefully it doesn't do that again, but, uh, but excited for that. Uh, I'm going to probably watch fireworks somewhere. Um, I'm kind of over fireworks. I'll be honest with you. Um, probably see them too many times and just doesn't do it much for me anymore. I mean, by the time the forfeit people in my neighborhood have been popped them for like a week already, man. So like, <laughs> you're fed up. I'm like, all right, bro. Uh, they never bothered my, so my pug is 10, never bothered. Fireworks never bothered him. The one-year-old, the sheepdog freaks out. And then the pug reacts to him barking. So now I've got uh, yeah. just chaos. Chaos. Ooh. And the sheepdog just got neutered. So he's in a cone smacking stuff all around. It's a. Uh, I have a suggestion for you. Yeah. He's on, he's on some, <laughs> he's on some pain. He's on some pain killers. He's on some like real pain killers. We, we, we chopped his manhood off. Oh man. Terrible, terrible dog on there. Yeah, terrible weekend for him. 
and and not a great one for you probably either, buddy. Um, well, let's get let's get on to the show. Um, got uh, got some big topics to talk about, uh, but uh, before we do that, let's give a shout out to our friend Alan Horn uh, from Alan Horn Insurance, who is the uh, title sponsor of Stadium and Gale. So if you are in Florida, Georgia, Alabama, and t- or Tennessee, and looking for auto, home, renters, life, business insurance, retirement planning, whatever the case may be for your insurance and uh, retirement needs are, give Alan a call at 706-692-2888 or visit him at Alan, A-L-A-N, Horn, H-O-R-N-E, insurance.com. Again, Alan Horn, insurance.com, 706-692-2888. Gentlemen, a lot to talk about uh, in the world of recruiting, uh, but before we do that, I do want to – Nick, and maybe you can you shed a little bit of light on, on this, but we definitely want to uh, have our thoughts and prayers out there for former uh, Florida Gators basketball player Patrick Young, uh, who was involved in a rollover crash uh, in Nebraska. Uh, I believe it was on Wednesday uh, of last week, um, dealing with obviously a, a pretty uh, serious situation, um, went to South Dakota, and I believe um, he's going to Colorado after Uh, for some surgeries and and things of that nature. But Nick, if you could uh, share uh, an update for us. Yeah. He, um, he was living there for a little while. That's uh, where his fiance is from. Um, And um, it's tough because it's, it's clearly a serious situation. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting information and I was telling Dan like before the show started, I was like, I, I I haven't confirmed all this stuff, so I'm not going to like put it out there. Mm -hmm. Um, It was good to see. And I don't know if, Pat was the one, you know, typing out the tweet um, or if it's his fiance, his family, whoever's with him. Um, but it was good to, to see something um, come from Pat. And, and um, I mean, he's always been a guy that's an, an incredibly uplifting person um, and, and going through what he's going through. Um, just saying, you know, praise God. Uh, the accident's no surprise to him and, and I'll continue to praise him every day of my life. Mm. Um, and then just asking for prayers. So, um, getting into a, you know, a single car accident and, um, reportedly he wasn't wearing a seatbelt. Uh, the passenger that, uh, he was driving with was wearing a seatbelt, no injuries there. So, um, wear your seatbelt. Yeah. Thank God. I got one of those annoying cars that make you wear it. Man. It's going <laughs> yeah. to beat the entire ride. Uh, prayers up to Pat, man. Uh, seeing it, it was always this time of the year is always accidents, man. So everybody be safe on the road. You know, all of that good stuff, man. Just um, just glad that he still got a fighting chance here, man. We're getting some positive news, man. So, shout to Pat. Prayers up. Yeah, definitely a very sad situation. And uh, we are uh, – we'll report back as, as soon as we hear things on, on his recovery uh, and certainly anything else that might be associated uh, with that. But, uh, again, prayers to, to Patrick, and uh, hopefully he's able to find um, – uh, the, the best medical help that he can and, and continue to receive uh, and, um, you know, just continue to keep him in your thoughts and prayers. Um, let's talk a little bit about, uh, before we kind of get into probably what I imagine would be the big dialogue of our discussion, there was um, a, a release of the, uh, the salaries of the uh, UF coaching staff uh, that came out uh, I think we we knew beforehand uh, that Billy Napier was getting seven point one million dollars uh, in salaries. 
uh, or in his salary, pardon me. Um, then they announced uh, three coaches that uh, are making a million dollars, and that is uh, the offensive line. Yeah, offensive line coach uh, Rob Sale. Um, or an offensive coordinator, Rob Sale, Patrick Tony, defensive coordinator, uh, making a million dollars, and then Sean Spencer, defensive line coach, is also making a million dollars. Corey Raymond is making seven twenty-five. Mike Peterson's making five fifty. Kerry Colbert's making five hundred. Jabbar Jaluk is making four fifty. Jay Bateman four twenty-five. William Piegler four twenty-five. Darnell Stapleton two fifty. And then Mark Hockey, who is the strength and conditioning coach, is making seven fifty. Uh, any numbers stick out to you? Stand out to you? Uh, I'll say that Mark Hockey making seven fifty is probably the biggest surprise to me. Yeah, I mean, um, shoot, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Urban's strength coach, Mick Marriott. Yeah, he he was making eight hundred last year as, as someone who's been doing it for decade more or decades. Mm-hmm. Um, so that number was a little surprising to me. Um, you, I I think we don't talk enough about the importance of that role on a football team though, because they mm-hmm. are spending more time with the players and, and designing so much of the program um, that you have to have somebody you really trust in that position. And, and clearly um, hockey is that for, for Napier. I'm trying to find, go ahead. Del. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, I get why like those guys should be making that type of money because they're, they don't really have an off season, you know, their off season is, is D season. So, um, then they, they're the glue as far mm-hmm. as keeping, keeping the program together when the coaches can't spend as much time. So I, I get that type of pay. I'm not mad at anybody's salary. Right. Pay, no. them, pay them. As long as we get results, I'm not mad. Staying out of people's pockets. Yeah. It ain't my business, man. Yeah. No. Um, it, it's uh you definitely see a, a pretty big increase. Um, you know, obviously you want everybody to make as much money as possible. You do see um, obviously some pretty interesting um, changes here. Um, Nick Savage was, was about four fifty, uh, So obviously they've invested pretty heavily there. Uh, but if you look overall um, in 2020, UF was paying about 12.745 million approximately um, of all staff um salaries and, and obviously that number is, is quite a bit higher um just looking at at total numbers uh you're looking at a, probably a 2.7 um million dollar increase from from the salary uh that that the coaching staff was making last year so certainly a big increase in in overall salary size uh, obviously showing a, a commitment to uh to increasing those salaries uh by uh, scott strickland and the uf uh, administration uh, from that perspective. So again, uh, big numbers, um, you know, a, a few surprises in there. Uh, first time ever the Gators have three coaches making over a million dollars. That doesn't include the head coach. So uh, again, a, a nice little piece of history uh, there for these do we, guys. So, do we have how our, uh, our salaries match up with the rest of the country, SEC or anything like that? It's not a comparison. I'd be curious to see what 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 we're paying versus. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have to go back. USA Today really has the best uh, database for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, but then again, you don't get like the private schools. Like Miami doesn't have to put that stuff out. Um, you don't get that stuff from um, like Notre Dame. 
Right. Yeah, I, and I think that they do a, a pretty they do a pretty big update during the summer, if I remember correctly, yeah. when you when you start to get to August. So certainly it'll be interesting to see where UF falls. This is certainly the most expensive staff that they've ever had um, in salaries. Yeah, but he didn't. It, it, it's so he was given five million for like the army for mm-hmm. like the Katie Turner, the uh, all the ops people. Yeah, um, and then seven and a half to fill out the staff, and, and they're shy of that. I think it's like six point eight. Yeah, something around that. Yeah. Uh, so there's money to play with there. Also, uh, the entire football budget and the recruiting budget um, right. went up. So you're getting the resources. More so than any other coach at Florida has. It's just outdated with late, right? That's what it feels like. Like those yeah, endorsements yeah, I mean, are, are important, but um that would have been important with the way the old recruiting worked with Georgia and the, and the type of staffs they had and, and the, the kind of resources they threw at it. But um all, all those resources are necessary. We need those, but um, the bigger resources is NIL. Uh, as these kids, you can see they're, they're saying it when they when they uh, sign these letters and take, even if they say it wasn't the deciding factor, um, we can see for our naked eye what it is. Uh, it's not coming down to my favorite school or, or um, where I could, uh, who's potentially coaching me at quarterback and all that. It's coming down to a lot of business because the portal's wide open. You can hop in that mm-hmm. thing in a year and get out of there if the business don't work out, anything don't work out. So um, the kids see that, man. If this don't work out, I can always hit the portal and go elsewhere. Um, it's not, and it's not always the case. It's not that easy, but that's the way they view the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to to highlight what Nick said, uh, the University Athletic Association Association increased football spending by uh, four point seven two million, uh, which brought it up to to ninety point two million uh, for this upcoming year. Uh, the fifty there's a fifty five percent increase in the recruiting budget, uh, raising it to two million dollars. Now we've talked about it on this show, uh, UF's. Our recruiting budget is quite a bit different because they do own uh, two private planes that they're able to take off uh, on their own uh, with instead of doing more, uh, you know, traditional uh, commercial travel. So that certainly helps offset some of those costs, uh, but but certainly an increase there. Um, Corey, I think you make a great point. It does seem, you know, like the size of of the armies don't really matter. Uh, as much as they used to, right? I mean, if you go back six, seven years ago, I, it just seemed like if you just had a bunch of people and a bunch of bodies, now it seems like a lot of it is so laserly focused on NIL. And obviously there has to be an arms like, you, uh, you know, just, to me, I just distance. think you need, you need both on, um, and which mm-hmm. is late on the staff size, right? In the army, mm-hmm. uh, Bama and George I mean, already had those staff size. So right. I think, well, um, go ahead. Well, I've had some coaches, um, telling me like their head coaches some assistant coaches tell me their head coaches are like how did florida how did napier get florida to do that like i've been trying to get two extra like people recruiting so i think florida's staff size is bigger than most like i don't think right. michigan has that kind of staff size i think they probably have more people than like a georgia um but it, it's it, like you said so I, I i was of the opinion that it was great to have. You're going to have more people talking to recruits, more people in the DMs, more people, hey, collaborating on the stuff that these kids like. Like the video that came out. We see the effort. Out, yeah, we see Yeah, it. you see the yeah. effort. But like you're, you're saying now, like, hey, that stuff was cool in 2008. Now it's what's what can you do for me financially? We're doing business now. So I, I never really thought of it like that, you know, in, in that sense, because I think Florida's recruiting staff is bigger than most. 
we got a whole IPF, that's not IPF, a whole standalone facility that's about to open that we, don't, we barely even talk about in the recruiting trail because NIL is just so huge. Uh, back in like 2008 or even two years ago, a standalone mm-hmm. facility is going to land you some big time kids, yeah, for sure. And that's just not the case um, right now. You need you need some business. Yeah, no, I, I think that you make, uh, you know, both make a lot of sense there. I, I think for me that the hardest part is figuring out, um, you know, the balance of both. I think that we have seen and we have heard uh, UF visits seem to be going better. Nick, would you agree? Yeah. Well, that, that I mean, people like, walk away like, seemingly no one, more happy outside of the macaroni and cheese incident. And like he was happy, that. though. It's just the fans yeah. having it. He had a good time. His mom defended the mac and cheese. So everybody yeah. walked around. <laughs> everybody leaves having a yeah. great time. No, I know. I'm just, but it, it does seem like the official visits are going better. The the on campus visits are going better. You well, just have no thrown one's ever in. had a bad completely official different. visit. No one's ever what? had a bad official visit except for that offensive lineman that committed like while in the car leaving his official visit. So. But I do think the attention to detail is really good. One thing that impressed me with um, Katie and Bree, and, and as they're still learning, like what stuff to do in Gainesville, they keep like an Excel, basically like an Excel thing. So if you, Dan, are a recruit and you've come to campus five, six times, they are not going to have you do the same thing. So I think the because they have such a big group, they're able to to do that kind of detail oriented stuff more. So it's like, Hey, he's already done this, this, and this, he really liked this. Maybe we can do that again, circle back to it. But if he's going to keep coming back to campus, they want it to be a brand new experience every time. Right. Um, Long, long winded. Yes. I think the (laughs) visits are going better. I I think the overall, I think the overall experience is better. Now we're just running into an issue where it's not just about the experience and you have to play other games. Right. Um, and that's where I think that that Florida is missing. Uh, and I am interested to see, you know, we, we just passed the one year anniversary of NIL um, in the state of Florida and, and for the most part around the country. I think it all went into effect in July 1st, um, you know, to see where, you know, in this year where NIL is, is really rocking and rolling, where um, and what teams do finish at the top of the rankings right now, because you have some some kind of outside names on there that you don't hear associated with recruiting uh, or pardon me with nil as much um right now if you were to look at on threes team rankings right now um notre dame uh is is number one have you guys heard of anything that notre dame is doing with nil no you don't really have to i don't hear nothing george is doing on right. nil you know what i'm saying like um we can call it what we want to call it, but taking care of guys is just taking care of guys, bro. Yeah. But I mean, well, not, no matter what we want to call it, right? Yeah, but, yeah. There's nothing on paper that's saying Notre Dame like this NIL program and it's successful and that's why they're landing kids. Same thing with, mm-hmm. with George and a lot of those others. But um, Freeman has – I mean, he's going to get some some guys, bro. He's a black head coach just to keep yeah. it all the way funky, man. Oh, um, yeah. He's, he's going to be able to go in some, li- some living rooms. He's young. He's, he's, a, he's a cool guy. He's been on the national scene. His face has been on, on, on ABC, CBS, on big games mm-hmm. a lot. Um, them highlighting specials on him. So he's a he's a household name um, for a lot of these recruits that are familiar with him. Uh, but still, still, and then Notre Dame is looking for a different type of type of kid. Their national brand is different than than mm-hmm. us. Um, 
we got we got a lot to prove. I think um, Billy's going to have to uh, – AR is going to have to win some recruits this fall, I think. And we're going to have to find the bags because everybody that's waiting on us to win, it's just not about wins. If you get a group of guys that just believe they can turn a program around, they don't care about what happens mm-hmm. in the fall. They're thinking, yo, we can come in. It's a new regime. Mm-hmm. We can fix this, man. So uh, Florida's going to have to figure out where the, where the business is at. You know, and once we figure out that, and I, I, I got faith, and we'll we'll do that. You just it's the yeah. University of Florida. We'll get ours. Yeah. Um, this class is not going to finish where I thought it was going to finish in my mind because we just missed out so far on too many five stars. Nothing signed, mm-hmm. but um, it just wasn't a good get off to finish with a top five, seven ish class. You know, mm-hmm. uh, nine to aim is probably top 10, 12 ish to be real. And and you you have to be there, right? I mean, you know, history showed that you really have to be there. Uh, you know, a couple other names that are, are right now that are, are near the top of the, the recruiting rankings that are a bit surprising. Um, you know, Penn State, obviously, James Franklin, uh, Juwan Sider, great recruiters. Obviously, Penn State has, has struggled. Uh, they're number eight right now. LSU, you know, Brian Kelly. A lot of people made fun of Brian Kelly, uh, rightfully so, for the way that he's dancing. But, you know, sit with the number nine class right now, Louisville. Right. Obviously, a, a ton associated with NIL stuff there. Ranked number 10, Miami's 11 uh, right now. Tennessee's 12, Arkansas's 13. Uh, so definitely an interesting mix of of where teams are ranked and, you know, who's you know near the top and, and definitely some some new and unique names there. And I'm curious to see how much of it is following a particular head coach or, or following a national brand like Notre Dame and what you said. So how much of it is following NIL? Uh, like Louisville probably is right now, and certainly like Miami is right now, um, you know, in, in where that all plays around and, and what we ultimately uh, – or how the, the classes ultimately rank out because of that. So just kind of interesting to follow with what we know uh, right now. It, I mean, it's still really early. Like we're- Oh, yeah. No, for sure. But you are starting to see the dominoes start to fall, right? Yeah. I mean, a month ago, two months ago, there was a lot less they people choose- that were committed. They were choose they choosing for business. So uh nothing's been signed. No money has been really supposed to be spent. So business can still happen, man. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot of time, a lot of things that happen. We just gotta find our bags. Like like I said, mm-hmm. uh find our business or however. Um, uh, but leading us to signing that you keep recruiting every kid that already committed elsewhere because we know what it is. Um if you have to establish relationships, you just keep building on it, keep building on it. And if we find the business before signing day, we'll see what's up, you know. That's just mm-hmm. the vibes you gotta do for now. Absolutely. Um, uh, so why don't you get us into a Graham call ad read and then uh, let's talk a little bit more about uh, recruiting. Be sure to visit the Gramco.com. Use coupon SG25 for 25% off all Delta 8 THC products. Um, everything's federally legal. Um, they have wake and bake coffee, uh, gummies of three flavors, uh, fruit punch, blue raspberry and watermelon. Everything's discreetly sent to your mailbox, you know, um, federally legal. The feds are not going to pull you over or anything like that. Uh, they also have sativa all products from the roll-on, uh, anything for pain relief they got. They got it for your pets. Uh, what else do they have? The pre-roll cones, mm. uh, which is also a, a very great. You can smoke these in public. You don't have to worry about getting arrested or anything like that. So be sure to visit, uh, this, uh, I'm sorry, thegramco.com. Use coupon code SG25 for 25% off. Of all Graham Co. products. All right. Uh, Gators do lose a commit. Uh, Tommy Kinsler, uh, who was a three-star offensive lineman, uh, committed to UF back in uh, in June. 
uh, June 19th uh, from Ocala has announced that he is no longer committed to the University of Florida and does look like he will probably uh, commit to the University of Miami. Uh, he was Florida's lowest ranked recruit uh, at 956 on the on three consensus, but the Gators do lose uh, an offensive lineman from their backyard. Um, surprise, any thoughts uh, on that, gentlemen? I just got to chuckle because I remember some people when he committed were like, oh, what, what the, why are we taking this kid? And then when, then when he decommits, it's the sky is falling. You lose another right. one. It's like, okay, <laughs> you weren't happy. Like, not, not, and not everyone. And, but I, but I, I, and he actually wasn't even the one that got like the most. Who was the one where like the reaction was just super toxic? Oh, uh, the receiver. Yeah. yeah. Patterson. Um, Patterson. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just thought that was funny. And, and listen, it's it's still July. You're going to need – they've got a couple guys signed on both lines of scrimmage. You're going to need more. I was thinking about it. Um, you're going to lose Garage. You're going to lose um, – shoot, you're going to lose uh, Torrance. You could lose Kingsley. Like you might have – I think Florida's offensive line this year should be good, should be a strength. Um, but you're going to lose a lot. So like you need to – have a big offensive line class this year. Yeah. yeah no, Go ahead. Yeah. Um, wasn't I, I still like the 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 get when we got him right. I don't think he's the, the greatest offensive lineman. A lot of work to be done there, but you're gonna have to get some of those guys in every class. Mm-hmm. Whether it was Urban Meyer, Nick Saban, they still got three stars that that needed some development. Um, so I like the get. Uh, the kids seem to be playing games right away, right? So. Um, the smoke came out fairly early. He was posting pictures and down to Miami on visits on his IG. So smoke started uh, uh, just cooking up a little bit the last couple of weeks. So it was not not surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like like Nick said, I'm not gonna lose sleep over the lowest ranked kid in our class. Um, there's there's a way to improve the the quality of linemen in this class with him going. You know, so um, like I always say in the past, I'm not ever worried about a decommit. I'm worried about what we replace him with. So if we mm-hmm. replace him with a guy that's that's technically better, you know. And then nothing's lost. So we'll see what they do. But right now, it's just not a bad, it's not a great look, right? Um, you lose Rashada to Miami, and they're gonna bring some guys from Landon Rashada. He's gonna that's what top tier quarterbacks do. You see the same thing happening at Texas with Arch. Um, so he's gonna bring top guys, but to lose Rashada, um, all the debacle and the news and everything that came around that, and to come back, and then you lose a guy in the middle of the night on um, this local too. He's right around you, right around the University of Florida, so it's not like He's right in your backyard. Um, so it's just not a good look. But as a fan, I don't I'm not gonna cry about that one, bro. Um, but the staff gotta get it together and, and they gotta because I don't think this is an NIL one. Nobody's bagging mm-hmm. up <laughs> this kid. Yeah, no, I, I would uh <laughs> just keep you the funky, man. It's four. Yeah, right, I mean, but I mean a lot of it is optics, right? As much as we want to say hey, it's 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 June or July. Right. Um, you know, we still have time. And, and while we do still have time, there's a lot of optics that go into it. Um, you know, you've had recruits that have to had come out and said, you know, I think Nigel Harris said, you know, one one player doesn't make a class and, you know, kind of defending himself, defending their class, defending the, those that do want to be there. Uh, but, you know, it does optically seem unfortunate for UF right now. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of things that are I don't think turning in their favor. But I don't think staff cried about it either. I I don't think that they do. And and again, I think that this is going to be one of those commits that 
at the end of the, the signing period, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He was one of those guys that at one point was committed to UF, right? I'm not putting the kid down. I just think that that's where, you know, he's going to fit in, in most classes. I think that just from an optics perspective, it's just more ammo, right? It just there's right. – from an optics perspective, there's just not a lot of great things that are happening, right? Florida was supposed to receive a commitment today on July 4th, right, from DeQuavia Sori. That's not going to happen for – I think that the excuse that's out there right now is that the guy that was going to do the edit can't do the edit anymore, right? But there's just – it just seems like every time something positive is going to happen for UF, there's it's something that, that happens or something that uh, throws a speed bump in there. It just seems like a lot of work. Right. And Florida got what three commitments over the last two weeks from, from three, four star players, but still all anybody can really talk about right now is all the players that they lost or that they're not getting. It just I almost wish they could get a bone thrown their way, you know? No doubt. No doubt. Um, also in the trenches, man, guys that usually play games in the trenches don't pan out. Right. Uh, I'm not never mad when receivers and DBs, they get their goofy shit off. It's all fun, but guys in the trenches, offensive line, defensive line, just do your research over the years. Where's Ira Denson? Big country. Um, Where's Ira Denson? It's a kid that went to uh, – Where's uh, Big Country? Didn't he leave FSU? Yeah. yeah, He's he's wilding. Well, up to the one kid that went to A&M that was playing a lot of games with us. And they ended up with Jimbo out there. Now Walter Nolan before then. Gosh, I'm forgetting his name. But kids that play games in the the trolling game and the flip-flopping in the trenches, bro. They don't pan out. You those type of guys need to just be eating and lifting weights. They they shouldn't be playing on the internet. <laughs> that's all you gotta do. Yeah, eat, that's it. Eat big, lift big. Don't play Twitter games. That's it, bro. You start playing Twitter games, I'm like, yeah, he ain't lifting and eating. You're trying to be a skill position guy. That's what you're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> you are a DB. You can't be doing that. You can't flip your hips like that. Yeah. He's flipping in the middle of the night like a defensive back, bro. What are you doing? It's midnight, man. You should be getting quality sleep as a big man, but you up decommitting, dog. Yeah, it's not what you want in the trenches. No. Um, Byron Cohort, another one. Never leave oh, exactly. out. Yeah. I Just go over it sure. over the years, man. I said, you go over it over the years, man. Anybody that plays, you might be, you might be on to something. In the trenches, you might be on to something here. It's a insecurity, man. It'd be hiding a little something. Not talk, not to come at this kid at all, but it's just this my stat, my little, you know, I like to go back to. So when linemen start playing the games, I'm like, yeah, he ain't gonna pan out. But who else? Who else is on my board? So, so I didn't know. Um, sorry, wasn't happening today. We got somebody from his family on our staff, and we can't even make him pop on the floor. It's crazy. Yeah, no, I know he was supposed to announce between Florida, Alabama, Auburn, and Miami today, uh, and then he pushed that out. I don't know if he has a, a push out date, Nate, uh, Nick. If you can look that up, but I don't think that he did. And the word on the street is that he doesn't have his edit guy ready, which, which to me, unless you're uh, crafting the next uh, Mona Lisa or something like that, you could probably find a guy that can get you an edit turned around pretty quickly. Uh, so maybe, you know, it, it, maybe there's obviously probably a bit more to it than that, um, especially because you don't need an edit to commit. That's the the crazy part about it is you don't actually have to have that. It's not a requirement. Uh, to sign uh, you know, a scholarship somewhere is to have your, your commit uh, edit ready. But uh, that's not going to happen uh, today. He's the uh, ranked about 170 in the country, a uh, highly ranked wide receiver. Um, and like you said, Nick, his, uh, or Silk, his cousin uh, works for UF as a part of Billy Napier's Army, previously committed to, uh, to Georgia. Um, no date that I can find uh, from mm. Corey. 
um, just pushed back. Excellent. 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 Um, <laughs> excellent. Yeah, just, you know. I know some edit guys if you need one, man. But um, what we got doesn't next? Who, who, that Hayes Fawcett guy just replace, you know, everybody's photo in the same template and just release those? Man, Arch just put it hey, Come on, that's, a, that's, a, that's an on three guy, Dan. Great stuff, on three guys. Hayes. Great yeah, stuff, Hayes. Doing your it job. seems like you guys can just, you know, create a handshake there and, and pass that down. Hit them up on Slack today. Be like, hey, man, uh, can you get this done for me today? Yeah, exactly. Get on it, Nick. Get on it. Um, all right, gentlemen. Um, Nick, I, w- I, wanna, I want you to ask or, or, or tell us a little bit more. Uh, they announced that there's 18 captains for uh, the offseason uh, in their regimen phase. Uh, the represent Jason Marshall and Marco Ortiz. It's time to hunt Naquan Wright and Jeremy Crawshaw. Legendary finish, uh, Richard Garage and Brenton Cox. Leave no doubt, Anthony Richardson and Gervon Dexter. Attack or be attacked, Michael Tarquin and Rashad Torrance. Work the cut, Xavier Henderson and Chief Borders. Foxhole guys, Trent Whittemore and Trey Dean. Lock the gates, Kingsley Egukon and Amari Bernie. And then show me my opponent. Um, and then you have like the rapper and it's like, those are my opponents. Right. Um, Justin Shorter and Ventral Miller. Um, Nick, what, tell us a little bit about what we've got going on here. Um, so the regiment phase is more, it's just more conditioning. It's getting you ready for fall camp um, and splitting them up into uh, basically teams um, yeah. to make it competitive. Um, talk to Ventral Miller a little bit about it. And uh, it's really competitive within the guys, like the guys that are last. Uh, he said his, I think his team was in last. He was like, and you can't tell anyone anything that, that week because they just, you're, you're in last place. So I think it's just, you're doing more conditioning. You're doing more running, more sprints, more lifting. It's like stuff that you, that's all you've been doing. Uh, that's all you were doing before the spring. Then you got to play a little bit of football in the spring and then just back to it again. Uh, before the season starts just to get you ready. So I think it's just a way that they use um, competition to kind of keep guys focused as they're, you know, just running their butts off. I like it. I like it. Create create as much competition as you can. Like Urban Meyer used to have bloody, was it bloody Tuesday or bloody Wednesday? It's like 72 hours before a game, four days before a game, and you're having like your your toughest practice. You got to create competition, I think. Um, I, some of the names, a little corny. Uh, yeah, some of them are very corny. You got to identify this team lacked leadership a lot. Um, yeah. We spoke about it. So you got a, mm-hmm. a, a pool of 18 guys out of how many ever on the roster to try to identify your leaders on the team and also get some competition in. Um, sounds sounds like good stuff. It sounds a lot more organized than, than in the past. We'll see how effective it is. But um, who do, I like who the do names you, that they have in there. Who – who needs to be the leader? If you only had one, I think it's 51 and 15. Like those have right, to be are. leaders. Absolutely. Have to be. And then you can have Absolutely. a leader within a position group for sure. Mm-hmm. But like on offense, it has to be AR and on mm-hmm. defense. It, I think, I, I don't think there's any question that it is Ventron Miller and has been. I think, yeah, no, wrong. I think it has to be both of those guys. I don't, I don't really think that you, I think if it's not those two, you've got issues. I think, uh, um, just, just, just hearing things and just seeing how uh, he moves and how the staff are uh, 
is 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 feeling him. I think Kamara Wilson, the moment he touched that field, is gonna be uh big time leader vibes. You know, mm-hmm. I don't know how soon I think he sees the field this fall, just depending on how Trey Dean and a lot, a lot of those other guys play. But uh the moment he touched the field, no no matter of age, uh, a leader among men. Uh, mm-hmm. that's the vibes I get from Kamari Wilson. So um the, whenever he starts, he's gonna be a leader. You just can't do it from the bench. I'm going to drop this into our chat here. I want you guys to tell me what you think is the best pairing out there. Maybe the best and then, oh, maybe the, the funniest. Maybe that didn't, uh, that didn't transfer over to you guys very well. Here's the link. Go ahead and click on that. I'm going to say um, what I think is the, the funniest uh, group matchup together um, is Naquan Wright and Jeremy Croshaw. Um, I think that they're going to out there, be out there, have fun. I think that's uh, two very dynamically different uh, personalities and people. Um, so I'd love to see that. And then I would say from a leadership perspective, I think this uh, Ventrell Miller, Justin Shorter uh, group is, from my opinion, going to be the strongest leadership group there. Leadership, I got. I like Anthony and Gravon Dexter. Yeah, that's a good mix too. Uh, let's put that on pause because Florida, as we're – uh, as Dan's talking down about a punter, uh, just got a commitment from TJ Searcy. I think I'm saying that right. Nobody's oh. talking down about a punter. I said it it's sounded. A, it sounded. I said that I. Th- well, he's first off, he's hilarious. Second of all, Naquan Wright and um, Jeremy Crawshaw working together, in my opinion, just kind of seems great. Love it. We'll talk about Searcy here in a second. But Nick, gotcha. what's your what's your favorite mixed group there? Let me see. I, I just clicked off of it. I went on to other things. Let me see. My favorite, obviously, my favorite duo is "It's Time to Hunt" with Naquan Wright and Jeremy Crawshaw, without question. Who's the other one? Rashad Torrance and Tarka might be a weird a weird one. Hmm. That's probably the weird one. No, the weird one is Kingsley and Amari Bernie. <laughs> a couple weird ones. I don't know this. I think all think different. Ones. <laughs> one's a little, you know, unique too. I'm, I'm do do we I, I know what, they, know. Go, go what they're doing? Like, I guess that. I mean, we can we can laugh about the pairings, and and maybe it doesn't matter. Um, are there like differences? Or are they just different teams? Or or what? Yeah, there's, it, there's just different teams. So there's like just different players where. They did like that whole draft thing that Florida kind of put out. They put out like that draft day stuff, uh, like video edit and pictures and stuff, and then didn't explain it at all. Right. Um, but that was essentially they had their captains and some guys just put into groups, and then they were drafting to make the team, just adding a little bit more to that competition. But that's what it is. It's just workout groups, which a lot of that might be determined by your class schedule. Yeah. But like it's time to hunt. You have a, a running back and a punter on the same team. Yeah, so it's, it's just like physical, like you know, just workouts, challenging workouts, whatever. Workouts, yeah, yeah. Um, the team probably makes more sense. I think the leadership, from a leadership standpoint, they're just seeing kids around a program that have uh, showed those qualities and uh, just teaming them up in charge of other small groups. I would like to know like what their, what their teams consist of, who's on their mm-hmm. team, uh, and how evenly they distribute that. If it's if it's if it's a uh, physical exercise and that stuff because you would want to like uh, evenly match big guys with smaller guys and all of that. Mm-hmm. But I do like that uh, some of the guys that own this list that they do think that they, they see from a leadership standpoint, like the guys that we haven't heard from in the past, like Tarquin. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. There's not a whole lot of 
info about him, but to see see them looking at him in the tackle position is very important to see that, yeah. that he's in, looked at as a leader on the team in some sort is is, is positive news. Yeah. Rashard Torrance is a is a guy who um you know, you're starting to see move up into to leadership. Xavier Henderson, you know, he's in his third year now. Uh, kind of hard to believe, but moving up. Chief Borders coming into his sophomore year or his second year at least. Um, Trent Whittemore, you know, moving up into to that role as well. Um, and then you're, you're kind of your mainstays, your guys that have been around the program for a while. So definitely be uh, interesting to see uh, how that goes and how that flows. But uh, as you said, uh, Nick, actually, before we do that, let's give a shout out to our friends over at Alumni Hall. Visit them at alumnihall.com or visit their store in Gainesville on Archer Road. Uh, the new Nike collection will be coming out soon. A lot of great products for you, uh, your family, your friends, whether it's T-shirts, accessories, uh, grilling, cups, whatever the case may be, visit alumnihall.com. Uh, Nick, as you mentioned, as we were talking, the Gators do grab TJ Searcy. Uh, TJ Searcy is uh, – let me just get his full um, – updated uh, information here. TJ Searcy uh, on three ranks him as the 49th best player in the country. If you look at their consensus rankings, uh, he's ranked 153 overall, the number 19 defensive lineman and the number 12 player in Georgia on the consensus on three has him ranked quite a bit higher at 49 nationally, sixth defensive lineman uh, and the third best player in Georgia. Uh, Florida was uh, competing against South Carolina, Clemson, Tennessee, uh, Georgia, a number of other places, but definitely a great get uh, for the Gators. Six foot five and a half, 243 pounds, and definitely some good news for the Gators. Uh, Silk, Nick, any thoughts on TJ Searcy? Man, they would have got him one, man. They what you got, yeah. bro. They would have got one. Shout, shout out to Mike P. Yeah. Mm. Shout out mm. to Mike P. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be interesting. I think. Getting Peterson back at Florida is, is huge for Napier. Obviously, the connection. Um, Mike was, you know, we asked him about it, um, and he was humble. But it's like you're walking down the halls, and, and your picture is up on the wall. Um, and and that, that can't hurt recruiting. Um, I think the relationship with him uh, played a big part in this. That's what Corey uh, Bender said. Um, and, and he's a really, really good edge player. Um, so Florida's got a couple of those guys, and, and – I think the defensive recruiting is, is looking pretty good for Florida right now. It's on, it's on point. It's on yeah. point, man. Uh, who's behind the scene? Like, I mean, if it's just like me just throwing a dart in, a dart in the dark, um, Jamar Chaney is somewhere involved in this. <laughs> he's got to be. Right? I he guess we'll be. wait for the commitment story yeah, we'll uh, to, to come out. But uh, uh, he's got to be involved, right? Great, great gear by Mike Peterson. Um, there's been, you know, everybody's looking at the defense side because defense side is doing well, but we also yeah. watching – uh, some whips at linebacker from Bates and 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 uh, so the staff. I mean, not the staff. The fans are definitely watching the defensive side of recruiting. So Mike Pete be able to pull up and get a top fifty kid. You know, this is a big one. This is a top prospect so far this class. Uh, we should get a nice little bump from this. So I think we're not in a bad space. We're, keep, we're keeping pace. You know, if we get sorted, yeah. we would have got sorted today. That would have been even more of a bump. So you just keep yeah, pace until you find the bags, bro. Mm-hmm. That moved Florida up to fourteenth um, in yeah. our rankings. Uh, so up six spots. Um, in the on three rankings, and I think that puts them, yep, yeah, puts them 14th. Go ahead, Nick. 
Still sixth in the SEC. Still behind right. like Arkansas, Tennessee, LSU right in front of you. Uh, Miami's at but, 10. But you do have to consider that Tennessee and Arkansas, who are you ahead of or who are ahead of you, pardon me, have 14 and 18 commits respectively. Yeah. Right. Um, so definitely you you have the ability to pass those pretty quickly. Uh, you just need to move ahead of you know your LSUs, your you have to figure. I mean, you're you're not gonna out recruit Georgia and Alabama this year but you have to be in that top three, top four in the SEC. Um, and Texas A&M is looming out there too. So yeah. that oil money ain't drying up. No oil money is allegedly not dry up anytime soon. In the whole state. It's not allegedly. The they, whole they've state admitted it loud and clear. Allegedly. The whole state of Texas is going to be a prime recruiting because some people love football, bro. I don't care if the SMU, Texas A&M, Texas Tech, all of those guys are going to be good now because – like they love fucking football. I don't mean to curse on here, but um. yeah, no, you uh, you you brought it up. Um, he is Florida's highest ranked recruit mm-hmm. uh, at one fifty three on uh, on three. Uh, Isaiah Nixon, who committed to UF a couple weeks ago, that flipped from UCF is uh, one sixty seven. Uh, Sharif Denson, um, who committed uh, since our last show, I completely forgot about Sharif Denson committing yeah. on Tuesday of last week. Um, Sharif Denson from Bartram Trail in Jacksonville, uh, 5'11, 170 pounds, uh, ranked 196th overall player, number 23 overall uh, as a defensive back. I like Denson. Um, I think that he's going to be a, a good, solid player uh, for UF and, and definitely higher on uh, Sharif Denson than I am uh, some of the players that are ranked ahead of him, but uh, definitely a great get as well. And uh, back to seriously real quick. He um, athlete, like he does, I think he does like shot put on track and field team. And he also plays basketball. Um, yeah. I, I, I don't, I mean, it's not going to like be make or break for Billy, but Billy really likes guys that um, play multiple sports. Yeah, good get, good get, great get, um, good get off. Like I don't know what you ultimately think he end up playing on the defensive line, Nick. I think he's an edge. Edge. Yeah. Uh, weak side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, shoot, I mean, he's like already. We have him listed at six five, two forty three. Like he's already strong. big. Like does he mm-hmm. continue growing and grow into like a strong side defensive end? I mean, but he's still really twitchy, really quick. So I think, uh, I mean, right now you're definitely recruiting him as an edge, but. I mean, what is he, 17 years old? Like, what's he going to look right. like when he's 20? Right. Now uh, you are you make your appointment. He's already 250 that. pounds. That's wild. <laughs> Gigantic high school kids, bro. Yeah. Not not 18 years old. I mean, a lot of, a lot is not going to impress me, impress me out to seeing Gravon in, in person mm-hmm. in high school, man. That was that was crazy. That was a crazy experience for me to walk up on him uh, and him say, sir. Like, bro, come on. <laughs> My- <laughs> My crazy one was uh, Leonard Fournette. I met him at the opening, so that's before his senior year. Was already bald, already had a full beard. Already bald. Look, look down, look down at me, and same thing. He's like, "Sir," and I'm like, "I think you're older than I am." Don't call me <laughs> right. sir. Right. Might have went to high school together, bro. It's like the, it's like the bench warmers. He was like just like handing them uh, an I am twelve written in crayon on the paper. That's like his birth certificate to play high school that was my that was my we're not cut from the same cloth we're not i don't even know for the same species <laughs> he was just a grown-ass 16 year old man evolved enough or maybe i yeah that's <laughs> your evolutionary track stopped a while ago <laughs> yeah 
yeah, no, definitely a great get. Uh, thanks for for bringing that up, Nick. It wasn't even wasn't even on Twitter, so definitely a great get for um, for Billy Napier and the staff. Uh, definitely a big name uh, that they needed on uh, a fi- day of fireworks. They brought the fireworks. So, um, anything else, gentlemen? Uh, we've got early. They think they woke him out of bed too. Like that's that's pretty early for a Fourth of July man. He ain't wait for the maybe he's going to the same pool party I'm going to. Wanted to get it out of the way. Yeah, Hey, is he in Tampa? No, he's in Georgia. But you never know. I mean, rough with to travel, flights huh? and, and cars these days, you can get anywhere you want. Mm. So we're gonna let you babysit and make sure you get any trouble. All right. Oh no, he's you know what? I, he's not even old enough. That's good. <laughs> and not you can't even get in. Damn. I just want to give more credit, man. They landed, they landed somebody on the floor because that was mm-hmm. I didn't know. Sor- uh, sorry, wasn't deciding and get seriously another S word, <laughs> another S name. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, right while we were discussing that was was, was good stuff, man. Uh, at least they could read a room, uh, mm-hmm. and they read the room of vibes. That's twice that they've done that. They did it with I think Sharif Denson as well. Uh, yeah. Pulling pull, pulling one out of your hat when you got a bunch of uh, bad PR. So uh, good get. Yep. Way to read the uh, room. Way to read the room. Uh, Nick, uh, Silk, any other thoughts? Uh, we'll do a, a final ad read, and then we'll we'll head on out of here. Quick show today. Uh, let me see. I do. Let me, what do we? No final thoughts, man. No final thoughts. I don't want to drag us along, man. Happy 4th to everybody, though. Yeah, no, happy happy 4th. Uh, certainly a lot of uh, exciting stuff still ready, ready to, to happen. I, you know, I still caution people to say, hey, it's still – you know, July, um, we still are, are zero and zero uh, as a football program. Billy Napier still zero and zero as a football coach at UF. Um, I think that we've let Nick and I were talking a little bit about this. And Nick, I don't want to steer your thunder a little bit, but it, it does seem like his his leash has certainly been a lot shorter than it has for uh, for Will Muschamp, uh, Jim McElwain. With the Dan fans? Allen. Yeah. It's a different climate. Yeah. And, and, and you're, you're very much right, uh, Corey. Uh, and I'm not saying that I don't think that the, the leash can't be or shouldn't be shorter. I just think that it's a, it's a little bit uh, early to be tugging on that leash, uh, considering that a football game hasn't been played yet. So still a lot of things that can happen. We just talked about it, right? You've got four, um, four stars that have committed in two weeks, right? You've lost, you've lost, you know, a couple, um, but you've you've done a pretty good job over the last couple of weeks on um, bringing in some some big people. I say this right. Say say if you you don't have a Twitter right, and you mm-hmm. don't fool with the bird app, and message boards is not your thing, right? right. Which is the average fan, mm-hmm. and you just open the internet and you see oh Fourth of July when the average fan opens their their sports app and oh mm-hmm. we're four, we're ranked fourteenth fourteenth in recruiting. We just got this four star. We've been on a mm-hmm. rough. The average fan think everything's okay. It's such right. fanatics that are on here every day watching every single miss, and, and, mm-hmm. and we know exactly what's going on. That's a little bit more, but the sky is not falling, man. We'll mm-hmm. be all right. We're just, mm-hmm. we're just very close to all of this. Uh, we got some things to fix. I know I did want to ask you, Nick. We have um, uh, 4th of July dates that's coming up. We have uh, Friday Night Lights and then the cookout that they have in the next day. I haven't even gotten like confirmation that Friday Night Lights is going to happen, but I think if it does, it would be July 29th. I think that's, that's what the, I've heard. That'd be yeah. the last Friday, but like I haven't even gotten like a concrete. Yes, they're doing Friday Night Lights, um, and maybe, maybe that's just trying to be like s- sneaky, like Urban used to, and not like publicize it so you don't get eight hundred kids out there. Um, but uh, I mean, the cookout would be what right before that or right after that? 
Yeah, I've seen some kids and some <laughs> and a few times mentioned coming to you after for a visit for camp on the 29th and then a cookout that's next day. That's just me putting like uh, my investigative yeah. tools. Yeah, that that is going to be that's going to be a big weekend, even from the names that that are, that are starting to be uh, associated with it. So. As fans, be on the lookout for that date. Uh, Miami had their Legends camp. A lot of people have these big camps for some momentum. I was just right before the fall. We see, we'll see if we can get some more fireworks right before the season kickoff. But usually these camps lead to some good momentum. Um, ultimately, we need to find the bags, though. But mm-hmm. we do have our we have we do have a, a big joker in our back pocket if you play spades for the summer. Let's give a quick uh, shout out to our friends over at Homefield Apparel. Visit homefieldapparel.com. Use promo code Stadium and Gale. 17 different unique UF items there. Retro track and field wear. Uh, this retro uh, Florida Gators um, baseball script logo shirt that I'm actually wearing right now. Uh, but 17 different items that you can choose from promo code stadium and Gale. Uh, they also have over 50 schools now. So for any other friends, families, relatives, uh, whatever it might be in your life that you're buying gifts for and t-shirts for, um, go visit alumni or not alumni hall, pardon me, go visit them too, but also visit homefieldapparel.com and use promo code stadium and Gale. Uh, gentlemen, want to wrap up the show? Yes, sir. So you want to take us out for song of the week? I'll take us out for the song of the week. But before we get out of here, man, y'all be sure to visit manscaped.com. It's hot. It's balls out here. So be take care of your balls. Lawnmower 4.0. You got the light laser, laser treatment in there, man. Laser sharp. You can be focused. See everything you need to see, man. With that, uh, And it's it's shower proof. So you can use it in the shower. You're not going to get electrocuted or anything weird. Uh, They have ball deodorant. They have ball spritzer to, to, you know, uh, keep everything cool during these hot summer months man uh don't be harry larry don't be out here sweating down your shorts you know uh dan you going to the pool party be prepared man take care of yourself always all about it's all about that grooming man mm-hmm. manscape.com 20 sg for 20 percent off shipping i'm sorry 20 percent off of your purchase and free shipping yeah you're perfect so all right, i got a song let me see what I want to take us out with, man. It's 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 the fourth, so you can't you gotta you gotta be festive. Mm-hmm. Um, I like the new Drake. I know Nick don't fool with it, but I fool with it though. Damn fool with it. You going to a party that may be playing this, Dan? So this now, is maybe, in honor of you, man. Maybe mm. give me give me flights booked by Drake. That's wild. I'm I'm coming back with another shanty in two weeks. <laughs> don't do that, bro. That's <laughs> All right, man. Same corner, same time, fellas. Same corner, same time. Happy fourth, boys. Happy Happy fourth, man. Getting late. Why you gotta be beside me? What you did, wanting me? I'm afraid.
know it's getting late And I'm struggling to let go Although there's distance between us There's no place I'd rather be Owe you some hospitality And it comes so naturally Promise I just need some more time If you can bear with me When last did we feel this close together Chasing sunsets in California Don't make me wait, baby, it's been forever Did we feel this close together? 